Tell me what's happening, what's the buzz? Are you buzzing? Tell me what's happening. How was you buzzing? Tell me what's happening. Check out the buzz on demand anytime, anywhere. Go to morningbuzz.com, keyword on demand, and the buzz is on whenever you want. Now, welcome back to Greg in the Morning Buzz. Super Tuesday, it is on. Showing on Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Tuesday. Super Tuesday. I know I'll be there when the polls open at 6 a.m. I'll be there at 8. I'll be there at 11. I'll be- All right. Um... You know, it's just Laura brought something up, and I'd never really considered it because of, of where I live. If you live in New Hampshire, first in the nation primary, you get your choice of all the candidates. Yep. But, you know, they, if you were a fan of one of the candidates that dropped out. Oh, it's so, right? I was like, I told Greg this when I look, and I go, so glad I don't wear some, live somewhere else because I wanted to vote for Pete. And yep. then I would have been like, crap, back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> Thanks, sure that happens in every election. I mean, we never, yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyway, so go out and vote, no matter in, uh, of course, Maine, Massachusetts, and Vermont, uh, wherever you may uh, pull for. So go do your thing. There you go. I would like to thank uh, Keith for sending me the, uh, an email uh, with a new story on it. What's the difference between an emotional support animal and a service dog? If you're asking the question, I hope you have the answer. I do. Okay. Emotional support animal is an animal that makes people <laughs> feel makes pe- people feel very comfortable, yeah. very, but not always trained. Right. right. And if they're trained, service, they have to wear a, one of a special A service dog has been trained to, you, you know, please. Trained to kill. Uh, tra- no, trained to stay focused. Right. Uh, to not, uh, you know, eating food off the floor and everything. Well, they're noticing that at some of the airports, they're having a problem. People are bringing emotional support animals and... They are starting to disrupt the service uh, animals. Oh, the service animals, they have the red vest. Those are, you know, helping like a a blind person or or somebody get around where the emotional support animals is just an animal that makes a person uh, with different uh, problems, anxieties, and they're noticing that the emotional support animals are causing problems with the service animals. Of course they are, because everybody's got to, and now nobody can be told no. And, and and now airlines are fighting back. They're saying, no, no more of that nonsense. Okay, I think there are legit emotional animals. I'm just saying not all of them are. That's what I'm saying. Probably. I, I believe that they're emotional, they're legitimate, but I also believe people, like everything else, abuse every single privilege that they're offered. Oh, well, this is my dog, and you know my dog's my emotional support animal. It's because you couldn't find somebody to take care of it. You know, There's people that abuse it, and that's the people that just drive you crazy. So they're saying and you know what? You don't have an emotional support wild bull, you, a boar. You don't have an, an emotional support uh, ostrich. You're just, trying to, you're just trying to be difficult. So Sorry, they're saying that we, we could be having some problems in the friendly skies, saying that all of a sudden somebody has a support animal compared to the service animal. Who gets on the flight if they start growling at each other? Is there going to be problems on the flight? Normally, those, I mean, support animals and service animals don't usually have those kind of issues. They're very, very, very well trained. Um, You know, there is, uh, I hate to say this, but man, there could be trouble in paradise. Harry Cruz. It's not Tom Cruise, no. I'm, I'm a little concerned here. No, it's not Harry. Harry, two years. Two years, out of money. They're calling do tattoos. The two, the t- <laughs> They're calling wow. the two royal couples, Prince Harry and Meghan and Will and Grace, the other two, whatever, uh, the Fab Four. Hey. That, that's, that's whatever. They're calling them the Fab Four. Now. No, I you do. don't even know her name. I don't even know her because Meghan came along. I don't even recognize her. Whatever. Wow. She's out. Um, way, Meghan's way more fun. She wants to be in a superhero movie, and she was oh, on she Suits, and she did that sex scene. I got a lot more to go on mm-hmm. there. Um, no, trouble in somebody I've defended. I've stuck up for them. And I haven't. I could sense this. 
Jessica Biel Laura spotted without her wedding ring. Yeah, but you could, could especially be for movies and shows and stuff. She could be bloated. I mean, who knows? Maybe she had Thai food last night. She's bloated. Just I don't so know. you know, the only thing that she's working on right now, according to the story, is working with people about a script for The Sinner season four. Yeah. So saying that it's for work. All right. She's well, done with that. She's done it? with him. We shall see. Hmm. I talked to you about the Call of the Wild movie, which I went and saw. Kelly said I'd never go see it because the CGI dog looks well, stupid. I never said I'd never go see it. I just said I didn't like the CGI dog. I've and seen better special effects on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, n- no, you haven't, because I'm the one that saw the movie, and it's actually pretty. We saw the trailer, Bill. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Guess what? We saved ourselves some money. We saw the trailer and said, "I've seen better acting it, on Sharknado 4. And, you seem better acting on Sharknado 4 better than Harrison Ford. Okay. Uh, Call of the Wild could lose $50 million, not because it's not making money at the box office, because of how expensive how expensive the CGI effects for the dog were. Mm-hmm. So making that dog. And you do, you look at it and you go, it's amazing that it looks kind of almost real. But you know it isn't. So you watch the movie. My wife loved the movie. Absolutely loved the movie. It bugged me. But it, it, it was kind of it kind of bugged me. Well, you're no longer watching the movie. Right. You're watching the dog. The dog. I you're was going, watching okay, the dog. Right, the, yeah. the eye movements. Everything was like a human. Too much so, to be honest. Well, with you. they have. Did you see how they did it? They had a human do all the movements of the dog. Yeah, like Andy Serkis did with right. uh, Gollum. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, motion, whatever capture motion, whatever it's called. Uh, Chris Matthews quit MSNBC's Hardball last night at the top of the show. He, uh, they opened the show. He had been, he had made some comments. He's been criticized for being out of touch. He made some inappropriate comments on the air, uh, about the news and then apparently made some inappropriate comments to a guest and she complained and all of that was hitting the fan. So he decided, apparently, he says he decided with MSNBC to part ways. So at the top of the show last night, he started by saying, I'm retiring effective tonight. Well, you thought After it was going to be the end of the show. <laughs> So he, he does this apology about, you know, mistreating. He may have said the wrong things to women, thinking inappropriate, thinking incorrectly that what he was saying wasn't a problem, when indeed it was. He apologized mm-hmm. for it, and he said, uh, and then he, he ended the segment, they went to break. And they came back, and there was another dude in the chair who did not know that how Chris Matthews... I thought you said the network knew. The how network, did this guy know? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Ke- Kelly, go watch the clip, because it's it's evident. The guy, he's like, that's a lot. I don't even know what mm. to say. He was caught off guard by it. Um, and he's a correspondent on the on the Hardball show, and his name's Steve, and uh, I'm forgetting his, his last name. But anyway, it was it was crazy. A crazy media moment. You could see it. Dude, Flava Flav got fired from Public Enemy. Did you hear that? Yeah. No. Hey, Public Enemy without yeah. Flava Flav. Okay, boy, you kidding me? I know. Alarm I know. I love that guy, right? Um, I don't know if I love him. Well, no. He's but had I mean, a lot of issues. No, but I mean, he's definitely uh, <laughs> Part uh, of the band. a character, yeah. Uh, apparently, he responded to his firing from Public Enemy by Chuck D saying, I'm not your employee, I'm your partner, you can't fire me, there's no Public Enemy without Flava Flav, so let's get it right, he Chuck. He came out when... Uh, all anti-Bernie Sanders, I think, at a rally. There. Yeah, and they were doing a, uh, a a rally. He was announced as a performer at a Bernie Sanders rally, and uh, Flavor Flav sent the campaign a cease and desist. He got fired. Uh, all right, yeah, well, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold it together with a Flavor <laughs> Flav! Yeah, we shall see. What else can I tell you about here today? Um, what time is it? Okay, all right. Mm. Talking about repairs and how millenniums uh, admit they can't do repairs. Well, I can't. I mean, it's 
It's not even a joke. But did it's you just think that, that my family just knows I don't fix stuff? That's you. It, but obviously, you can see where that's happening is because people are not. They're just hiring everybody. Yeah. So why but, not? Right. I, did your dad just not like take you out to the garage or do anything? I have a garage. Okay. Like down to, I'm sure you had a workshop. Yeah, I did. Okay, didn't Greg has a workshop I, I was too? Out, I was outside, dude. I was outside doing stuff. I wasn't. No, I know, but I mean, I wasn't interested in learning how to build stuff. I wasn't interested either. But Dad's like, "Hello, I, I, why do I have to hold this board up? You, you know, it, it's it's. I need help. Yeah. So you, you're helping me. I'm so I just Greg. didn't know. I just I didn't, didn't know. No, he never no. had that. I never had that. Dad was that was his getaway. Going into the cellar into his woodworking no, no, shop I, was I his agree. getaway. He did not want me down there. But there were family projects. If we were putting if we put a new deck on, dad, dad's like, Go That on. didn't happen. Okay. It did, no, it didn't happen. We didn't we didn't have a deck. I mean Okay. You know. Well we did. I don't know how it got built. I wasn't there. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe your sister's helped. <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything to Craig. Anyway. Your father. <laughs> uh Millennials, a quarter millennials say they're good at fixing things. A quarter. So less than a quarter. So less than 25% of millennials say they're good. Millions of millennials say they'll call for help to hang a picture, change a light bulb. The average millennial says they'll go more than three weeks with a light bulb out before they get around to fixing it. Come on, I ain't buying that. that? I'm not buying that. Come on. Come on. Some of the other jobs around the house millennials can't or will not do. Putting up wallpaper. I'm not putting up wallpaper. You know why? It's 2020. No. Who's putting up wallpaper? A lot of people now. Wallpaper's back in. Have fun. Yes, it is. I don't want to live in a funeral home. I don't want wallpaper. Wallpaper, Scotty. Get it out of here! Yeah. <laughs> do you have wallpaper at your house? People, I'm done no, with but wallpaper. Do, like, you do one wall, an accent wall, and I know. just, yeah. And I do it with paint. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not wallpaper. Are you kidding me? Pfft, matching up a wallpaper. Oh, how much patience is that? Uh, they won't paint. They won't fix a loose screw. They won't fix a heater or tightening the hinges on the cabinet. I don't know as though I agree with that. I'm not laying into millennials. John Oates said in an interview that he has slept with over a thousand women. Really? That mustache, man. Yeah, it's all about the mustache. And he admits it? Yeah. Two women in Philadelphia have been friends since they were the sixth grade. Best friends. Just recently found out they're half-sisters. Imagine that. You go through your whole life, you got your best friend, and then you find out that you're actually related. It's kind of like a confirmation. Yeah. You know? Kind of like, hey, man, that's cool. Thank God they're not married and having sex or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool that you Hmm. brought that up. We well, I mean, get, get out of a sister story without a sex reference. Yeah. It's cool. Think about it. About Mark How would you rather hear about it? Like, hey, Greg, come, come to find out me and you are, you know, related. Fantastic. Yeah. All great. of a sudden, you know, you're, you know, having sex with this person. You're like, hey, guess what? You're really my brother. Did you see the video, Kelly, of the guy online who tried to illustrate to you what a billion dollars looks like? No. He took a, a, a one grain of rice and he said, this grain of rice represents $100,000, Right. So he then counted how many of those it would take to reach a billion. And he's got this big old pile of rice. And he says, that's, it. that's what a billion dollars looks like compared to 100000 That's how much money it is. So then somebody asked him, well, what would Jeff Bezos be worth, right? And to illustrate how much Jeff Bezos is worth, based on a grain of rice, one simple grain of rice being $100,000, Jeff Bezos... Founder of Amazon would be worth a fifty-eight pound bag of rice. Whoa. That's how much money that man has. Fifty-eight pounds of rice, and every single grain of rice is worth hundred grand. Unfathomable. Can't wrap your mind around that. Now, if you talk to me and Kelly, you get a piece of rice, you cut it in half. Yep. 
You cut it one more time. Yeah, <laughs> That's what we'll work. I got you. I got you. I feel you. That feel little you. grain of sand yeah. at the bottom of the bag. There you go. There you go. You know, right. When you pour it in the water, it yeah. floats. Yeah, coming right back. This is on our radio station that our kids are listening to. You got a problem with that, you can go f- yourself. I don't think I like your tone. This is Greg in the morning.